pasta, pizza, gelato. Does all this sound good to you? If you're a foodie and you're in love with Italian cuisine, don't miss Food Italy podcast. You'll find out all about the origin and the authentic recipes of many tasty dishes. Moreover, I'll give you tips about the best restaurants where to eat real Italian food. Interviews, stories, news, secrets of starved chefs. Food Italy, Italian tradition for foodies. Hello everybody, welcome back to Food Italy. Last time I left you with an interesting insight into Italian restaurants in Los Angeles. I think it was interesting and I really hope you enjoyed it as well. But now we're moving to San Diego and I'm talking on the phone with Francesco Bucci. Ciao Francesco, welcome to my podcast. Ciao Laura. Come stai? How are you? <laughs> Fine, thanks. Uh, can you please tell me something about you and about your personal story? When did you get to San Diego and what was your experience with Italian gastronomy when you decided to give birth to Pappalecco? Okay, this whole thing happened uh, in reality, meaning 15 years ago, hmm. almost precisely, and uh, but probably it was inside me way before, you know, things happen because happen, and uh, and then they, they materialize when you're ready to go. It's like hmm. you find uh, what you were looking for, hmm. and so I was in a, in one of our stores in Italy one day. Uh, I'm talking about 20 years ago. I'm not that old, by the way. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was 20 years ago we opened this location when I was in the univer- uh, studying at the University of San It was just gelato. At that point, a friend of mine who had moved to the United States, uh, a childhood friend, came back to visit uh, family and friends. And I was one of his friends. He came with his wife and he said, we need to take this to America. Mm. And they were trying pistachio gelato that we were making at our gelato shop in our little you know, beach town, uh, Tirrenia, okay. nearby Pisa. And that put something in my mind, kind of, you know, started shaking things off. And I said, okay, do I, did I hear well? What's going on? Is he saying that I need to go to the United States somewhere? And mm-hmm start something like this. Okay. So the year after, he comes back to visit family and friends, and he tells me, have you thought about that? And I go, yes, I have. So come visit me. At that point, he was not in San Diego. He was in another place mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I landed for the first time in my life in the United States uh, in uh, 20, uh, 2004. Wow. And it was like, okay, I am not at home, but I am in my second home. Mm-hmm. And I started putting together this project, and I'm going to skip all the process that brought me to open the store mm-hmm. on April 27, 2007. But uh, there's only one uh, moment that I want to really highlight because it was really important for us as Italian, for me personally, for two reasons, and for Papaleco. Mm-hmm. It was July 2006. It was the day 
before Italy won the World Cup. Mm. And I signed the lease for Papogico, our flagship store, which is still the you know the probably the main store, uh, the best known store uh, among the four that we have now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember that the day after, which was a Monday, I was ready to go back to Italy to visit my friends and family at that point before starting the the build out. Mm-hmm. So it was a really beautiful moment uh, for me that July 2006, uh, I remember that I got a little drunk, <laughs> celebrating <laughs> celebrating the victory, the victory and the victory, three victories yeah. at once. Yeah. So it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. okay. Ever since I am here and ever since uh, things have gone, um, I trended upwards. Mm-hmm. Ups and downs, ups and downs, mm-hmm. but you know, the trend has been really positive. Of course, this last year has been kind of crazy for everybody. Of I'm not complaining about anything. Actually, we're really healthy and really well, mm-hmm. uh, but um, that's one of the most difficult years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the brief, the short, the nutshell of the story. Okay, okay. Well, I am really curious about this strange name that I must confess, I find it... Uh, a little strange, even if I am Italian, because by now we don't use this word so much. Papalecco, what does it mean? Okay, in Italian that is strange. In Tuscan language, mm-hmm. it's not that strange. Okay. Uh, although we found, we put it together. Uh, we wanted to find something that was curious, and actually it is curious because you're asking me about it, so that's the proof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, okay, I want to know. And do you know how many times I've told people and have responded people what it means. Mm-hmm. So in Tuscany, this is not completely unknown. Mm-hmm. It means something like something like uh, uh, I'm kind of stupid, something not completely together, something like that. Kind of in Italian, we would say loco, like a little mm-hmm. uh, silly. But if you think about it, the uh, it's made of two words that are more popular in Italy, mm-hmm. and it's, they are papa and lecco. Papa mm-hmm. is the word that stands for baby food, mm-hmm. which in our papa lecco vocabulary stands for gelato. Mm-hmm. And lecco means, of course, to lick. Mm-hmm. So, io lecco il gelato, I lick baby <laughs> food. That's the thing that That's has true. been <laughs> yeah. Wow, fantastic. <laughs> Papaleco is a coffee place where to drink authentic Italian coffee drinks, but also to eat something. Give me some information about your menu and about the ingredients you use to offer a good and healthy experience for your customers. So when I, when I first uh, started speaking, I said my friend came to Tirania um, to visit us at uh, our gelato shop. As you well know, in Italy, there are gelato shops that sell gelato, mm-hmm. period. That's it. Gelato, gelato, gelato. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the idea behind me moving here. Uh, I was like, okay, we need to make gelato. Mm-hmm. And so we started making gelato. We started thinking about Papoleco as a gelato place. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So I remember before, a few days before uh, opening, 
really like literally maybe weeks, but no more than that before opening. Mm-hmm. I uh, was talking to my brother Lorenzo, which is a crucial part of everything. So we're like, it's a family business. So we are on in business just to, just to clarify it, three brothers and a couple of friends. One of them is the guy that introduced me to America. Okay. So Lorenzo was not here at that time. I was the only one here. And then he moved after he followed me along after a while, but he was coming back and going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And also he is the main, the brain behind everything kitchen, everything cooked, everything eatable mm. in Papaleco. Mm. So we were discussing the phone and I said, Lorenzo, I think we should put something else, something besides gelato, gelato, so that we can, we can, we can kind of like, you know, have another option, have another profit center, we say that in, in business. Mm-hmm. No, yes, no, yes. And so we started thinking about panini. And then after a while, we thought maybe we should add coffee. Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, coffee is, you know, we are Italian and we need to make coffee. And so we put like a two groups, we say like due gruppi, uh, Italian uh, espresso machine. And, um, and that was it. Basically, we went with three different options. And then what happened is that kind of like what the, the, the energy that called me here is the same energy that shaped Papaleco the way it is today. And I promise you, it took quite a long time to understand what was going on. Like we realized that we were, I'm saying it without, with pride, but without, um, without, um, I don't want to be like presumptuous or anything like the edit or anything like that. Mm -hmm. We became the best coffee in town when I say coffee in Italy it means espresso drinks, cappuccino, yeah. macchiato, yeah. and uh, espresso, of course, we became immediately, instantly, the best coffee place in town, mm. where people, mainly from Europe, not only Italy, and then Americans, and especially um, Italian Italy lovers, mm. American Italy lovers, started coming on a regular basis. Somebody comes still today, I could name Sam, I could name Natasha, they drive 20 miles before going back to work to get an espresso from us. Wow, incredible. So it's like, okay, so I knew that it was the best espresso in town, but I thought I was the only one appreciating it. Instead, I promise you, there are a lot of people that understand about Italy Italian culture and Italian food and drinks in the United States. That population is growing. And I can tell you that Papaleco, especially here in San Diego, has played a kind of a interesting role in shaping the culture of Italy mm-hmm. in San Diego and specifically in Little Italy. Sometimes I happen to be in a, in a whatever place, a party or a gathering where I know just a few people I introduce myself to a person that I've never seen before. I say, I own Papaleco. Oh, Papaleco, I know it. Everybody knows Papaleco. Mm-hmm. It's going to become like a, an icon in San Diego. Many people know it also beyond, besides, outside San Diego. And they drive maybe on a, on a weekend uh, trip and they stop. Mm-hmm. Before they go to the airport, they stop for, for a cup of coffee. Anyway, 
Mm-hmm. Do you want to know? And I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to talk too much, but uh, one, one day somebody asked me, I remember her name. She's a um, sweet lady, still know her. She said, I want, I'd like a vanilla latte. First of all, when I came here, I didn't know English. So it was difficult for me to, um, to understand everything. She goes, I want a vanilla latte. And I go, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Latte in Italy, as you know, means milk. Mm-hmm. In America, because of uh, reasons that we're not going to explore right now, latte means something else. It means latte macchiato, mm-hmm. which is la- milk plus espresso. Vanilla is another ingredient today in Italy we don't use for, to, we don't add to espresso drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this lady really put me in, in, in trouble because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So I became Italian more and more. I became more and more creative. And I came up with something that was milk plus vanilla gelato. We didn't have syrup at that time. And I promise you, we don't really use it. We don't really promote it. But we do have vanilla syrup right now for some reason in the store. She comes back. She goes, wow, this is so good. But it's a little wick for me. Can you please add add one shot of espresso? Mm. And I go, yes. Can I put one shot of espresso? Because I didn't put any shots just yet. <laughs> because I didn't know that a latte, which means milk in Italy, mm-hmm. needed espresso. <laughs> so I'm saying this because it's a, it has been a learning process for me. Of course, yeah. Up to two, three years ago, when I think we really well defined what we're here mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And the mission statement says we are here to bring the most authentic Italian cafe experience outside of Italy. And the three words, espresso panini and gelato, kind of summarize the condense mm-hmm. the meaning of us being here. Mm-hmm. Briefly, ingredients, wherever we can and whenever we can, they come straight from Italy. Yeah. If they don't come from Italy, they're made here. Like we roast coffee beans here, mm-hmm. but coffee beans not even in Italy are made in Italy. Italy doesn't make, doesn't produce coffee. Italy roasts and make coffee. Yeah. So we make it here in Los Angeles, and it's made by an Italian company. And um, everything that you try and taste in Papaleco is made in our kitchen, mm-hmm. or we call it kitchen production center. Mm-hmm by an Italian team. So we, we have an Italian pastry chef, which is of course overseen by my brother, which is a chef as well, because we used to have a restaurant, like a full kitchen restaurant in Italy as well. So everything is homemade, everything is whenever possible, brought here from Italy, such as flour, such as uh, mm-hmm. gelato products, no pre, um, raw materials for to make gelato such as you know hazelnuts pistachio uh chocolate and yeah. things like that everything is made in italy okay. and everything is put together here in point loma which is a little fraction of uh, uh, san diego okay very good i took a look at your website and uh, i read that you consider papalecco an organ of the community i like very much this tell me more about this idea Yes, basically it's what, what I, we could, I already kind of said it, like, uh, you know, when you find the right teacher for something that you want to learn in life in general, you know you're ready, 
but until you find a teacher, you are not, you're not going to learn what you want to learn. Or that book, they kind of fall off the, the shelf. And you say, okay, I had to read this book. What happened with Papaleco is kind of the similar experience. So we, um, first of all, our location, literally, it's, it's not something that every business person would choose. It's not on the main drag. It's like a couple blocks off the main drag. Now it's really busy, but wait a minute. Why is it busy? Because Papaleco's there. Before it was nothing. And a lot of people told me, what are you doing? Nobody walks around here, nobody's here. So I said, you know what, I feel good. And that's kind of what the landlord told me when I told him I don't have a credit score, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am a good guy. And he said, I feel good. So he is, I feel good with my, I feel good, put together some kind of strange energy. And it was inevitable that Papaleco would become an organ of the community mm-hmm. of Little Italy and then of San Diego. Mm-hmm. It happened. It just happened. Even people that, I would say, like, don't come to Papaleco every day because they have coffee. More than coffee, they have a community elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But they know Papaleco and they come to Papaleco once a week. Just so, as a reminder, here's Papaleco. Here's the, like, we need to get gelato. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody from out of town comes to visit uh, their families, they they go to Papaleco. They don't go to Starbucks. They go to Papaleco. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's like the, you know, the institution of the Italian. And I'm not saying that because, you know, probably I, I, I grew up in Italy. I spent my, like, 50% of my life in Italy. I studied in Italy. I learned the Italian culture. I learned the Italian taste. And just like every Italian. So I'm really, really Italian. Uh, and I moved here. I brought, I, I didn't know how to do anything else. And Lorenzo, my brother, didn't know how to do anything else but being Italian. So people are like, oh, wow, this is different. Is this Italian? Let me, let me understand. Uh, let me dig into it because I want to understand if this is Italian or not. Of course it is. I went to Luca. I went to Pisa. I went to Rome. I went to Milan. Yeah. It tastes just like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And still today, I have to say, they come to Papaleco and say, I want a macchiato. Everybody in the team, the, in my co-workers, yeah. my, my friends, I call them my friends, everybody says, you want a real macchiato, right? I go, they go, what do you mean? Here's the size, Mm -hmm. the size of an espresso. Macchiato means stained, means Mm -hmm. a shot of espresso stained with milk. It's not like the macchiato that you get in Starbucks, which is, you know, 20 ounces of milk and one shot of espresso. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) You know, that's what, that's what Papa, I want to try it. Mm. Mm. Good. It's short, but it's good. and so the, the the story goes. I have thousands of examples yeah, like this yeah, yeah. that I could I could write a book about it. You know. <laughs> okay. Uh, in Italy, we have a very common saying, which is "Let's have a coffee," which often means an invitation to meet to to be together. Do you think that the American people have a way of experiencing the coffee break or meeting at a bar that is different from that typical of Italians? 
Yes. Um, so in Italy, uh, we have a saying that everybody knows and you do know it as well. It, it's not a saying, it's expression. It's called dolce far niente. Mm-hmm. Il dolce far niente, which translates into the sweetness of doing nothing. Mm-hmm. By the way, the sweetness applies to Papaletico as well because it's a really, quote-unquote, sweet place. <laughs> uh, is something that I consider really important to life. Mm-hmm. Taking a break, although there's nothing wrong with with taking a break itself, with the break itself, with resting, but taking a break in many cases means that you are taking, you're kind of like repainting your life in mm-hmm. a certain way. Mm-hmm. For instance, artists do nothing for many, for a long time period of their lives, but then they come up with a work of art. Mm-hmm. While they're doing nothing, they were not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. They were creating a work of art. <laughs> so I don't want to bring it too far, but the break in Italy is something that cultivates the social part of life, mm-hmm. friendships. And uh, like a meeting, a business meeting in Italy never starts without a cup of coffee, never starts without what did you do yesterday? And then we go into the meeting. Mm-mm-mm. But before and after, we always talk about our families, our uh, sports, what happened, <laughs> like what did like Milan, AC Milan did yesterday, when all the world cup and so on and so forth. Because everything in Italy is wrapped up in something else. Mm-hmm. So that moment, that break, is what Papaleco provides. Matter of fact, in one of the, the lines of the value system, I say Papaleco is not a place where you purchase a product. Mm-hmm. It's a moment where you, it's a place where you experience a moment. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, and of course, if you go to Papaleco every day for a cup of coffee, uh, you always get to the ciao bella, ciao bella, always, always, always. Mm-hmm. What did you do yesterday? What did you say? Like, and so people become friends with us. But there's no time for the long conversation, but I can assure you that many people that had come to Papaleco over time, I have their phone number here, and they text me and they say, Merry Christmas, all you know, like, come over for dinner, and so, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because we have become community in yeah. that sense as well. Yeah, fantastic. Francesco, our time is over. <laughs> okay. I thank you so much for this chat. Don't miss my article about Papaleco on fooditaly.com, right? No, actually, I, okay. I, I wanna, I'm curious to see it. I'm curious to see myself, to listen to myself, to read myself okay. speaking. And, uh, of course, I really appreciate... I mean, there was kind of a random opportunity that we had to meet each other, and, you know, this is what came out. I really, really appreciate it, and I really appreciate the fact that you, Laura, are like spreading the Italian culture and this long bridge between Europe, Italy, and America. And uh, I, I think people need to know more about food, Italian food. Right. There is an Italian culture on wine that kind of developed. It's not even close to what it should be, to be honest with you, because everybody thinks that mm-hmm. Chianti is the only wine in, in Italy. There's, there, there are like thousands of varieties. But anyway, it started, and now there's coffee, and there's food. Mm-hmm. There's so much to know about Italian food in every region, in every 
city there is something traditional something specific so mm -hmm. i really appreciate what you're doing okay thank you thank you grazie <laughs> bye Pero, guys see you soon ciao. pasta pizza gelato does all this sound good to you if you're a foodie and you're in love with italian cuisine don't miss food italy podcast You'll find out all about the origin and the authentic recipes of many tasty dishes. Moreover, I'll give you tips about the best restaurants where to eat real Italian food. Interviews, stories, news, secrets of starved chefs. Food Italy, Italian tradition for foodies.